morning, folks. Robert Wilson with Caring Counseling. You have to think better in order to live better. And yeah, taking up the uh, message uh, about relationships and uh, continuing on the topic of love. Clearly, love is a uh, topic that can continue for a long time. And I am going to pick up where I left off last week and talking about uh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 is where, where I left off. Love is patient. Love is kind. This is talking about the character of love. So love has many different components to it. Patience is one of them. Kindness clearly is one of them. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. Love is not arrogant. Love does not look down on anyone. Love doesn't cause any form of self-exaltation. Love causes one to be humble as Christ was humble so if somebody is impatient if somebody is envious if somebody is arrogant clearly that runs contrary to the character of love and that person is of course not conducting themselves in love which is something every christian is called to do jesus said you will know You are my disciples, by the way, that you love each other. And here's the thing. Being impatient, not being kind, being envious, and being arrogant, those are all antisocial traits. We're on the topic of relationships. These things do not bode well to develop good relationships. People don't have an affinity or an attraction for impatient people, people who are not kind, people who are envious, and people that are proud. And so love does not manifest any of these things. This is not the character of love. Then verse 5, it does not dishonor others. So it doesn't look down on other people. Uh, for whatever reason, socioeconomic, physical, it does not look down. In fact, if anything, it lifts up. This is what love does. This is what the love of Christ does. The Bible says that God demonstrated his love for us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He lifted us up from that place of darkness where the wrath of God was hanging over our heads right so love does not dishonor people if you are putting anybody down you are not conducting yourself in love it is not self-seeking it's not self-absorbed it's not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs so love does not seek after its own uh, benefit right in fact uh, 
scripture says that we should esteem others more highly than ourselves. Jesus says that we should pray for our enemies. So love looks out for other people. It doesn't get angry. It doesn't hold grudges or keep any records of wrongs. The Bible says that our sins are in God's sea of forgetfulness. Clearly, God does not have amnesia or dementia. He does not. But he chooses to forget these things. Right? They are over. They do not come up again. Anybody who's throwing things up in someone's face from the past clearly is not conducting themselves in love. Any time anyone is very easily angered, not conducting themselves in love. Uh, you have a short fuse, you are not behaving in love. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. So it doesn't delight in anything evil that is going on. Any uh, body being treated in any kind of evil way, that is not love. Love is uh, a commitment from God that brings about the highest good for people. If I say I love you, I want the highest good for you. This is how love conducts itself and it does not delight in evil. Clearly, if I want the highest good for you, any form of evil becomes you. Clearly, I am going to be upset because I love you. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Right? This is, and this is exactly a, um, a characterization of Paul's ministry, right? He fought the good fight. He finished his course. He kept the faith. That clearly is someone who protects, trusts, hopes, and perseveres. And so love in our life will take on these character traits. Look, love never fails. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Of course, there will be no prophecies when we are in eternity. We are already there. There is no future. You are just there. There's no need for the future. Then there are no tongues, right? Because there'll be no need for tongues. They will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away so all of these things right these spiritual gifts are fallible it's love that is infallible it's love that will never ever fail this and paul was saying this to these people at corinth because relationships were being broken because of arrogance, because of delighting in evil, looking down on others, self-seeking, 
anger, keeping records of wrongs, right? And this desire for people with spiritual gifts, desiring not to use those spiritual gifts to help others, but to use those spiritual gifts to boast, to lord it over others, to try to seem better than others. No, love never fails, right? For we know in part and we prophesy in part. Right now, there's certain things that we know and prophecy does fill in some of the gaps, right? But when completeness comes, uh, what is in part disappears. It's that completeness, eternity. It will all disappear, but love will not disappear. When I was a child, I taught like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. Right, so... Paul is saying that real love is mature, right? We know children that can be angry, uh, boastful, self-seeking, right? But true love, when you are conducting yourself in true love, the highest good for someone, you are mature. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we will see face to face. Right, We will see each other face to face as we truly are in the spirit. We will see Christ face to face. We will be completely transparent. And it says, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, open love, but the greatest of these is love. We need to work on love working on relationship you work on relationships when you work on love you help mend relationships when you act in love the reason why many of our relationships get destroyed is because of anger because of dishonor because of boastfulness because of impatience because of delighting in evil because of uh, spitefulness, resentment, revenge, all of those other things that are not consistent with the character of love, right? So in order to work on relationships, we have to work on love. Our relationship with God is a love relationship. In fact, If I were to characterize scripture, I would say it's a book of love written to God's creation, mankind, right? On how we are to conduct each other. They said, love your enemies. Clearly what Christ is saying, there should be no such thing as an enemy, And so the way that we conduct ourselves not in love is consistent with the Adamic nature. But for us to behave consistently with the nature of Christ, we are to love one 
another and that is the best cohesive force for any form of relationship if you have a bad relationship with someone now i guarantee you love will mend that relationship and we have to understand love is a commitment it's not some emotion emotions vacillate they are not stable commitments remain the same if i commit to someone that does not change unless i change but the intrinsic nature of a commitment is that it doesn't change that's the whole point is it's something that behaves consistently and is doesn't run out of uh, uh, doesn't get exhausted in any kind of way so that is a commitment 